Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. KDKA on your radio at 537. Dr. Akshay Kondawal joining us. He is the chair of cardiovascular medicine for Allegheny Health Network. And he is joining us to talk about a piece that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine talking about Wegovy, which has now, it seems, multiple uses because, number one, it was a diabetes medication. Secondly, it showed great promise for helping people to lose weight. And now it is showing the ability to help cut heart risks in a large clinical trial by some 20 percent. Dr. Kenowal, thank you so much for being on KDK. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good. Is this simply a matter that this drug, by helping people lose weight, that therefore it is helping them to cut their heart risk, or is it completely, completely independent of the weight loss? Yeah, that's a great question. I think those are um, uh, some of that has yet to be unanswered, but there's a great deal of hope that a lot of this is related to what we would call pleiotropic effects of the uh, of the medication, almost like a halo effect. That yes, it helps to reduce uh, weight loss, or it helps to induce weight loss. Yes, it can treat diabetes in diabetic patients, but it has a whole host of other beneficial effects, including improvements in cardiovascular outcomes. Now, what about the other one? Because people tend to just lump these two together, V, and the other is a Zempic, another diabetes drug that has shown great promise for weight loss. Does it do the same thing? Are they different mechanisms? And and what does Ozempic do when it comes to heart risk? Yeah, it's basically the same medication, uh, semaglutide, just in different dosages and uh, administered differently. Uh, uh, Ozempic has, is a diabetes medication. It's designed to lower your blood sugar, and by chance, it not only was associated with uh, uh, impressive weight loss, but also had positive beneficial effects in terms of cardiovascular outcomes. And the importance of this trial is this is the first trial that shows that a weight loss medication in patients who are not diabetic can actually result in the same beneficial cardiovascular side effects. So help us to understand the clinical trials process, because this was a very large study. What, 17,000, I believe, patients, 17,500 patients were involved in this, and it was done in a significant uh, population of the world, 41 different countries. How much does that matter when you're considering the clinical importance of, of a finding? Yeah, the hallmark of, a, of the gold standard of trials is that it is a large, multi-center, uh, placebo-controlled trial. So large in terms of thousands and thousands of patients, in this case, tens of thousands of patients, 
multi-centered, which means that it's recruiting from multiple centers, preferably, of course, in, in the United States, but certainly across the world adds strength to the fact that the results can be generalizable to all sorts of populations and people. And then placebo-controlled, which meant that the physician administering or the provider administering uh, the medication, the uh, uh, the patient who was receiving the medication, nobody really knew what was actually in the medication other than the study coordinator. So, of course, did not w convey that information to the treating physician, the treating team, the enrolling researchers, the patient, et cetera. So it, it was a true test of what, you know, will this actually do the job that we think it's going to do or not? So how do we know that it worked? I mean, they were looking at participants who were 45 and older. They were looking at participants with a body mass index of 27 or higher. They tracked it for three years on average. How did they determine that it worked? What, what was the, the data that says we've got something here? Sure. Um, so first of all, they looked at what's called a composite outcome, which looked at heart attack, stroke, and death. And... Uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the group of patients that received the placebo, uh, th that rate over that period of time was about 8%, whereas in the patients that received the true medication, the semaglutide, the rate was 6.5%. So that's, a, that's about an 18.75 or nearly 20% reduction from 8% to 6.5% in significant cardiovascular events. I think we'd all agree that a heart, you know, reducing heart attacks, reducing strokes, or reducing death uh, is very significant. Uh, secondarily, when you looked at individual outcomes in heart attacks and in what we call all-cause mortality, which means dying for any reason, there were, again, statistically significant reductions favoring uh, this medication, favoring the Wagovi. So, uh, again, very hard, important outcomes that I think are appreciable and important to all patients. Were there other things that you would look at and say, you know what, even if somebody didn't lose as much weight, that there were other things that perhaps a, a reduction in plaque or, or other things that may lead to heart disease on down the line that also suggest there are other benefits here? Yeah, so there were uh, reductions in several markers, including inflammation, um, unhealthy cholesterol, uh, blood sugar levels, uh, even if even if though these patients weren't diabetic, uh, blood pressure, waist circumference, and and many of these changes actually preceded the weight loss. So again, really suggesting that there are some pleiotropic or halo effect of this medication. That yeah, it'll reduce weight, but it actually starts at some level that we don't fully understand yet to begin to reduce uh, or begin to work on reducing cardiovascular adverse outcomes almost immediately. So let's go back to the question that I asked at the beginning. Is this an issue that it is doing things from a heart standpoint, or is it doing things because the patient lost weight? And how do researchers then answer that question? Because I'm not sure that we know just yet, right? No, but, you know, this isn't uncommon in, in medicine where we're uh, pleasantly surprised by a side effect that it takes some time to explain later. Um, we, we've seen that with aspirin in terms of its ability to prevent heart attacks uh, well before uh, we actually used it for coronary artery disease, right? It was used as an anti-inflammatory. We've had a similar story with statin medication, so yes, they've reduced cholesterol, but now we have trials to show that above and beyond its power to reduce cholesterol, it actually has beneficial effects on reducing heart attack, stroke, and cardiovascular death, and, and now this medication. So, 
I, I think the science behind that will will come out. I, I understand that it may make people question sort of the value uh, behind the medication, but what you can't question are the beneficial effects that we're seeing. And you, you can't question the reduction in heart attack and stroke and in death that you're seeing with this medication in patients who are at risk. Is it too early to say how significant this is? I mean, obviously, we're still in clinical trials at this point. It's not been approved across the board or anything like that. But is this one of those things that you look at and say, we're very, very optimistic. We think that this could be very altering for what it is that you do as a cardiologist? I believe so. I think there's a couple of things. I'm very um, uh, uh, upbeat and um, expect that the FDA will look at this data very carefully but have a very very favorable uh, opinion of this data in the next couple of months. Uh, secondly, I think this squarely brings cardiology into the world of uh, primary and secondary prevention, um, uh, which it already has existed, but this is, it, it brings cardiology into secondary prevention in patients who are obese, um, and, and it forces us to reckon with treatment strategies that we have to not only reduce cardiovascular outcomes, but to also help patients lose weight. Again, the study published in the Journal of American Medical Association showing there's some protection in lowering the risk of cardiac problems in patients by 20% with the drug Wegovy. Doctor, thank you very much for being here on KDK. I appreciate your expertise and, and your ability to help the rest of us understand the things that you deal with every day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Dr. Akshay Kandawal, Chair of Cardiovascular Medicine, Allegheny Health Network, right here in Pittsburgh. Just remarkable, remarkable stuff. Again, early on, 17,500 patients, 41 different countries, but early findings that are very, very encouraging. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 